All right, we got a good one tonight on Top 5. We're doing our favorite action movies from the 80s. Welcome to Top 5 with Joey Casada. Starring Joey Casada. Team Jesus, my friend. No! Am I walking around, Paul? Co-starring Ernie Palooza. And the doctor, Tommy Snyder. Goddamn. Now here's your host, Joey Casada. All right, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Top 5. I'm your host, Joey Casada. And I'm Danny Glover. And I'm getting too old for this podcast. (laughs) No Danny Glover, it's Glover, right? Whoops. Oh, my guy's from from Sesame Street, I think. (laughs) Oh, God, what's happening? Rover, Rover. Rover, yes, that's a different, that's not him. That's not the same guy, I don't think, right? I I think you're right. (laughs) (laughs) What's happening, Aaron? We had had another week off. Just, I've been so busy. Uh, You guys can't seem to pull one together without me, you morons, but I, I, I give you permission all the time try to get something together and of course without my my beautiful leadership the show goes down it's true we need you i like to hear that (laughs) but we're back baby i know this week we promised that we would have our contest winner uncle steve on but uncle steve was unavailable today we are gonna have him on next week it's already set up he's ready to go he's doing his research he told me he might even order a couple more Ernie t-shirts just for next week's episode. I said, if we do, if he does, if he orders any more, we'll ship him Ernie instead. We, we'll just ship you right there. He was in. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> but we're going to have Uncle Steve on next week. We're going to be doing uh, one of our best of years, our top five best of years. I haven't picked the year yet, but we're, we're still deciding. But tonight... We got a great one for you tonight. This one, I, I we I, we both actually thought we did this already because it's so, it's such a great topic. I don't know how we didn't do it. We're doing our top five movie action movies from the eighties. Now, Ern, I, I know we got some Ernie rules here tonight. What are we talking? I uh oh well, of course I uh, we got to take Schwarzenegger. Is that how you said the name? Who? Schwarzenegger. <laughs> <laughs> <Shots, laughs> I can make 400 jokes. It doesn't matter. You say one word, it's better. <laughs> Whoever that guy is, we got to take him out. You uh, t- we got Oh, we got to take out Schwarzenegger. Schwarz yeah. <laughs> sounds like something like a poop poop or something, right? Oh, I don't I don't know what. <laughs> oh, he's related to related to Goldschlager now. <laughs> no, we're we're off to a great start. <laughs> but he's got to go. Oh, we got to take Stallone out because We've done Stallone movies. I mean, again, uh, to me, if we keep Schwarzenegger, I think that's closer, but it's not probably not even right either. And and Rocco in, it's all down. I mean, nothing else can even come close. My top five is immediately either top five Stallones or all Schwarzeneggers, which maybe we do a, a, a full Schwarzenegger episode one of these days, just so you can repeat that name. 
what? I can't say it. Try one more time for the audience, please. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, that's not bad. That wasn't too bad. Say it three times really fast. Just the last name. Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger. <laughs> but th this one was harder than I thought it was going to be because action uh, 80s movies, there's still like sub-genres sub that, you know, there's like the sci-fi action, there's the cop action, there's the, you know, the, the war action. I didn't, I kind of used my own criteria. How'd you uh, kind of filter out what you were going to do? I didn't. But uh, now that you mentioned the subgenres, I see at least two of my movies is cop, and uh, two of these are science fiction, and one of these uh, I don't think has a genre. <laughs> yeah, this. I mean, again, I, I ha I'm a big, big sci-fi slash fantasy fan. I have a couple of those that touch in that area, but I didn't go full fledged sci-fi fantasy because i think that could be its its own show i could easily pick a top five uh sci-fi or fantasy movies from the 80s or in general so even though i have two of mine on well maybe even three on here that kind of touch in in that world i pretty i'm pretty straightforward my other criteria I, this is just for myself this is not an ernie rule i left off a lot of the big franchise movies just because Again, a lot of those big franchise movies, to me, immediately almost take over the, the whole category. So I want it to be a little, a little smoother, a little cooler, a little hipper. You know what I'm talking about, Aaron? If you left off the big franchise movies, we will have zero uh, <laughs> matches because that's all I got here. And by the way, the movie that doesn't have a genre, I'm going to make up a historical religious fiction. I like it. Yeah, I just left them off because I immediately, they're, they're almost too on the nose. It's too obvious that those are the movies that I would go for. I went a little bit more, not scarce, but maybe a little bit more unknown. You're that type of snob. <laughs> Hold on, I got Rambo calling me. I got to let him in. Keep talking or tell, tell the people. I thought you said uh, no, uh, no uh, Stallone. Can't have Rambo in there. All right, people, um, the show is just me now. And that's a better idea anyway. Oh, he's back. You talking to the people, Ern? Yes. Come here, Rambo. Come say hi to everybody. I got to let him in. Here he is. That's my boy Rambo, Rambo right there. Obviously, hey, we couldn't include Rambo in this uh, topic this week either because obviously Rambo wins. Good boy. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else we got to talk about this week, Ern? Anything else happening in uh, Ernie land? Nothing is happening here. Very interesting. The, the doctor's out of commission. Uh, he's MIA today. He'll be back, hopefully, for the Uncle Steve episode. I have a feeling Uncle Steve, the contest winner, will want the, uh, the whole band back together for his episode, but we'll see if we can get him. Is MIA missing in alcohol? <laughs> Uh, obviously. All right, let's just jump right in. Come on, Ernie. Give me your number five action movie of the 80s. 
I wish you would never have mentioned that genre stuff because oh, yeah. this is all we got here. Uh, let's see. Uh, my number five uh, from 1986, Aliens. Ooh. What did that at the end? Yeah. Oh, the no. second one. Yep. Yeah. Um, I actually saw this one before I even, I didn't know it was a sequel. I was, when we oh. saw this. Yeah. You didn't see the first one first? No, I was, I was nine years old. Wow. When the first one came out. Interesting. This, we all went to the movies to see, and I didn't even know there was one before it, and I still loved it. Uh, you know, uh, this is the uh, get away from her, you bitch. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't even think I consider the first Alien an action movie, right? It's, it's kind of a, it's a horror movie is right. what it is. Yeah. Yeah, Aliens is a great one. I, I think that's probably my favorite. I mean... Yeah, when that one came out, I remember it being my favorite, but I still don't know if it's better than the first one. The first one's slower, but it's definitely creepier, right? I would go, uh, yes, it is creepier because it's a horrible mm. beat, but it is so slow, it's it's boring to me. Yeah, some of it I, is I, I, I didn't love it. I didn't love it as much as the, um, the way critics talk about the movie. Yeah, I mean, I think it's more for the time. What is the first Alien, 79? Yeah. So I think it was more because of the time period that it came out. It was kind of revolutionary. It kind of had a lot of breakthrough stuff in there. That that alien popping out of the chest was one, is one of the most famous scenes in, in cinema history. So I think that alone <coughs> it made it, you know, a, a big, big blockbuster. But I could see why the second one really became the better movie. It's a kids movie. It's a it's um it's an action. It's not a horror movie anymore. It's right. It's James it's, Cameron. It's almost what Rocky and Rocky Three were. Yeah, I can see what you mean. You know what I mean? You you, you taste what I'm laying down there. I I'm not, I, I'm I'm saluting what you're running up the flag. <laughs> <sighs> Great start. Good start. All right. My number five, I'm going to go, oh, you know what? Did I have the years written down? Let me just make sure I have my years. Uh, I don't have the year of this one. You probably remember the year of this one, Ern. I know everything. I'm going to start, and this is right up your alley, Ernie, and I, I would assume it might even be on your list, but maybe it's not. I'm going to go War Games. 1983. 1983, War Games. That's what I said, 1983. Again, if people who have never seen this movie, what an incredible movie. It's about this kid. Um, I, I believe the way the story goes is he hacks into this system to play video games, and he winds up hacking into the U.S. government's defense system, right? Yeah, NORAD. <laughs> NORAD, and it thinks that there's a, nu that there's a real nuclear war about to start, and it's going to trigger the nuclear weapons to be fired, and it's how he tries to have to disarm this mega computer and he's like a teenage kid it was like an accident incredible movie i think i could i could do an impression from somebody in this movie give it to me shall we play a game very nicely done great i mean that's uh stephen hawkins before before he he had the voice the voice box right yep. <laughs> just an incredible game. I mean, it turns out that he winds up having to play chess to teach the computer. There's no way to win, even though you was, you and I know there is a way to win a chess me beating you. 
Thermonuclear war is the oh, game. Oh, yes, thermonuclear war, right. And everything just – the whole – every time they would play, it would just end in, in the world ending. It would, it would be no winner. <clears throat> I, I, I love the movie, but I am going to make fun of it right now because if you see the list of games, every game is just a traditional nothing. And then at the end, thermonuclear war. <laughs> right. Checkers, chess. Backgammon. Backgammon. <laughs> yep. Well, that, that was the new game of the time. That's all. Yeah, I got to start there. It was always one of my favorites. It's, it's not something that I went back and, and watched recently, but always love it. Anytime. It's not something you see on regularly. Like, I don't know if it's on Netflix. I don't know if it's on Amazon Prime. I don't know if it's on any, any of the streamers, but anytime I see it, I always have to stop and watch it. I haven't seen it in so long, but I, I watched the hell out of it with the, uh, with the video cassettes. Where you, oh, you yeah, get of course. Two VCRs, you go rent one from the store, you put a blank one, and you play one and record. Shh. <laughs> Ernie, that's illegal. Oh, I think the statue <clears throat> Don't you remember that little copyright thing at the front of every video? Yep. Did you used to, when you used to make the copy, did you edit that part out? <laughs> no, I, I didn't know how to edit all right, back to you, Aaron. What do you got? Number four. Uh, I got to go with um, Lethal Weapon from 1987. Yeah. There is someone in this movie that is my biggest crush of the 80s and maybe ever. Who, the blonde girl? No, that's Lethal Weapon too. Oh, I know. His, his daughter. Murtaugh's I... daughter. I am talking, yes, about Mel Gibson's butt. Oh. <laughs> yes. 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 Mel Gibson Danny has Glover. nothing on you, Ernie. You know that. You know I love that little coolie of yours. I appreciate that. Yes, Danny Glover's uh, <clears throat> daughter in this movie is when I was a t- when I was a teenager, there was nobody better. I don't know how I forgot this because I remember you telling me that for years. Years. Tracy Wolf. <laughs> is that her name? Yeah. Has she done anything else? Uh, besides Lethal Weapon? Yeah. She did Lethal Weapon too. <laughs> but I haven't seen her in any other any other movies, right? Besides the, the franchise. Because uh, she wasn't in, in any. And I, I know for that for a fact she has not been in. <laughs> you would have found you would have found them, right? <laughs> you know my other favorite? Do you remember um Rona oh. Yeah. Well, oh, from what? Pit in the Pendulum? Yes. Oh, my God. What was her name again? Rona De Ricci. Rona De Ricci. Oh, my <laughs> God. I don't even remember the movie, but I remember that. <laughs> yeah, listen. Lethal Weapon, undeniable. It's it's one of the ones I purposely left off because I, I actually think I like maybe like Lethal Weapon <laughs> 2 better. Um, but it's, it's just a, an incredible franchise. And, if you know, I could have gone... I don't want to rattle them off because I have a feeling they're coming up on your list, but I could have just rattled off the big 80s blockbuster franchises. And I just decided not to. I went the war games route and you'll see my next pick too. I went more of this, this direction, but Lethal Weapon, incredible. Hold on, Rambo's looking to get out. Hold on, talk to the people. This dog is the, the new star of the podcast, huh? <laughs> we say no Stallone and all, all we've been hearing from so far is Rambo. Hello, the people. What'd you tell them? You badmouth me? Uh, of course. <laughs> You'll have to watch, listen to find out. I know, bastard. What? Hey, whoa, 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 whoa! What are you drinking there? 
This is uh, something called the Bud Light Next. What is that? It's uh, super crisp light beer. Alcohol? Zero, zero carbs. How could it be? Yeah, yeah Bud Light. <clears throat> is there alcohol in it, or is it is it seltzer or beer? It's, it's got alcohol, 4%. That, Whoa, yeah, that's, that's a regular beer. But how could there be no carbs in that? It, it's not that good, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Carmine would not approve of that beer, I'll tell you right now. It ain't delicious. <laughs> but it'll get the job done. Yeah. All right, my number four. I don't know if the doctor would approve of that beer either, but he's not here tonight. He's missing in alcohol. Yes, MIA. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go this. I know this one maybe people will laugh at, but I still love this movie today. It's got one of the most famous lines for me in movie history. I've come here to chew bubble gum. <laughs> And kick and ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. We're talking about John Carpenter's They Live. Great stuff. 1988. <clears throat> what a oh, what a fabulous movie. So th- there's a there's a backstory on this movie. So this is Ro- Rowdy Roddy Piper stars in this movie. Really his first starring role. Uh it's a basically a you know, a slap at the government how there's these glasses that you can put on and see what the world is really like. And it's the government feeding you all this, this information subconsciously that you don't even realize that you're, you're absorbing. And there's also aliens everywhere that you don't even realize that they're aliens unless you put on these glasses. And I, rem- I, I was just reading an article a couple of weeks ago about this, that it was, it was number one for the first two weeks that it hit the theaters. Number one movie in the, in the country. Then I, I, th- I think because of the government stuff and, and you know, it was much like 1984, like the, the, the you know, postmodern, you know, apocalyptic type thing where the government is, is bad and so on and so forth. The go- every movie theater stripped it out of the theaters and it, it tanked. But, you know, it it became a cult classic over the years through video and stuff like that. I still think action wise, one of the best movies of 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 the uh, of the decade. Uh, John Carpenter, that's uh, everything John Carpenter did in the 80s was great. The fight between Piper and um, his friend, I, I think he was a cop, I don't remember. In the alleyway, Piper, all Piper's asking this poor idiot to do is put the glasses on. So he could see what Piper already sees. And this guy, he's a stubborn bastard. He just will not put these glasses on. And they have one of the best street fights to me in movie history. It's not this, you know, it's not Stallone blowing up all of Afghanistan. It's not Schwarzenegger killing Predator. But it's just two regular guys in an alleyway beating the crap out of each other. And it's just so well done. And you're so mad because it's like, why are you taking all these punches? Just put the glasses on. What, what, why, what is it going to hurt? And finally, Piper puts the glasses on. And, of course, the guy sees what the world is really like. And, you know, from there, it, it's uh, it's nonstop action. Great movie. Funny, um, in the 80s, um, you know, we were all, we're all close to the same age. For some reason, <clears throat> I was under the impression that I – was supposed to like professional wrestling. You were. 
you know, so I so I watched wrestling just like everybody else, and my favorite wrestler was Piper, for for a long time, for forever. He was always my favorite wrestler. Oh, he was but great. Like, but I grew up. Oh, Ernie, you weren't supposed to like wrestling. You you had to like wrestling. How could you not like wrestling growing up in the eighties, being our age? It's impossible. Yeah, it was fun. It was a uh, was it was cartoons. And I'm sure, obviously, many of you know, I, I got Piper to reenact that scene with me where uh, he does the uh, chewing bubblegum and, and kicking ass. It's it's on one of my Wrestling with Joey Licious. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. I guess you're all out of bubblegum. Great to work with him, and what a fabulous movie. All right, Ern, number three. Raiders of the Lost Ark, 1981. Very, predi uh, very predictable, Ernie. Historical religious fiction. Oh, that's the one. Yes. Um, true story. Even though I was 11 years old, when I saw this movie in the movies for the first time, I was so amazed. I did not get up and leave when it was over. I sat there and watched it again. Is that, <laughs> really? What year? 83? 81. 81, yeah. the first one, right? Wow. 11 years old. At the Walker. Wow. Where? The Walker. Where's the Walker? Well, it's not there anymore, but it used to be on 86th Street somewhere. Oh, my Fentonhurst. God. You just, you stayed and watched it again by yourself yep. or other people with you? I watched the, uh, the, the first time my cousin Joey was with me. Right. He left. I couldn't get up. I was so amazed. I sat there and watched it again. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Now, so again, here's why I didn't pick these movies. Because is Raiders number the first one definitely your favorite one? It's the yeah. one that had the biggest impact on me. But yeah. see that hesitation, what you just did? That's exactly how I feel. I'm not sure. I love the third one maybe as much. So how do I put one on and not put the other? It was so hard. That's why I just... I decided that there's one more franchise that I have a feeling you'll probably have that I had to leave all three of them off just because of these reasons. Same thing with Lethal Weapon. I see your point, but it's not something we discussed ahead of time. Well, it would have been helpful. <laughs> no, these are not rules. I just did it because, again, I know if I'm, I'm I, I was assuming you were going to, everyone's going to go though that route. They're, they're monster movies. How could you not love them? So I'm, I'm glad you did it. That way we represent both sides. I, I'm just glad I didn't because we would just have five of the same exact movies. <laughs> no, I wouldn't have had Aliens. Aliens wouldn't have made my list. I'll tell you, though, the um the one I liked the least was the second one. Me but too. the first 10 minutes of the second one is in, is wonderful. <clears throat> that's with River Phoenix, right? No, that's oh, the no, third? That's, that's the third one. What's the third, first 10 minutes? Third, uh, Anything Goes, the, the song. Trying to think um, how Temple of Doom, right? How does antidote. that antidote? <laughs> oh yes, of course. Great. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. short, and short round. <laughs> he's so. Oh, he's in Temple of. He's in Temple of Doom. That's uh, what's his name from the Goonies too, right? Yeah. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. Listen, even though it was the worst of the, of the original three, still a great movie. I just what I what I didn't love about it was. It got away from the, what you just named the genre, that religious type of factor. It got, you know, was those rocks. I didn't yeah. love, I didn't love the relic that the, that the movie was based around. 
No time for love, Dr. Jones. <laughs> Good stuff. I like where you're going, Ern. All right. This, the, my next three really could be interchangeable, but I'm going to go with this one for number three. It had a sequel that I didn't love, which I try to forget about. But the first one of this franchise, 1981, Kurt Russell, Escape from New York. Oh, you like the John Carpenter, huh? That's the second John Carpenter yeah. movie. Yeah, you know what? You're right. I didn't even realize it. But this movie was, I remember, I think I used to, I had WHT as a kid. No one had cable in the area, but I had my, my WHT box, Wameco Home Theater. And this thing was on 24-7. And I must have watched this movie every day for a year straight. What an incredible movie. You know, if, if, again, if people haven't seen it, it's, I believe it takes place in 1997 or something, which is hysterical. And it was right after uh, the U.S. and Russia basically bombed each other. And, the, and Manhattan is now, uh, it's destroyed, but it's a prison for all the, the prisoners in the US at the time. And one of the, one of the prisoners uh, is sent on a mission because the president's plane crashes inside the island of Manhattan. And he's trapped basically the president with all these prisoners on this island, just running free. There's no guards, there's no nothing. It's just this post-apocalyptic world of prisoners in Manhattan. And it's, it's just incredible how Kurt Russell has to go in and try to rescue the president to kind of free himself. Snake Plissken. Yes. With the patch. Oh, <laughs> one of the best characters of all time. Kurt Russell is so likable. Oh, he's, especially in this too. Oh, this, I mean, this might be the first thing I saw him in anything before this. Uh, he he was in movies for a long time, but I can't I can't think of any. Right, I mean, this is when I know I I got hip to Kurt Russell. Just incredible. He's so, you know, it's weird. Like the when I think of the action heroes from the eighties, they're all big buff guys. Kurt Russell wasn't. He was kind of regular size, but he was so badass in this movie. Seeing all the different, you know, hoodlums and scum that he runs across inside this in, inside this world. It's just what a fabulous movie. I used to have the game, the board game. Was there a board game? Yeah, in each bad guy, you had a card with his um, with his statistics, like his own, huh? what it took roll a die to kill him and everything. Hold on, I know you're, I know you're a Christmas present this year. Hold on, I'll find you one, Ern. Don't worry. All right, we're moving. Number three, uh, number two, Ernie. Holy cow! A bit of a genre myself as well. Uh, this one is called The Empire Strikes Back. Oh my God. Jesus Christ, Ernie. If you would have asked me 35 years ago, I would have said this was my favorite movie ever. Yeah, it's still probably my second favorite movie ever, but it's it'll always be in my top five, that's for sure. I like when Leia, when Leia says, you're not going into an asteroid field, Han should have said, why not? You'll feel like you're back home. That's disgusting. Star Wars fans, send your hate mail addressed to Ernie Palooza at top five with Joey Casada at gmail.com. Hate mail, write to Ernie. Oh, come on. And Luke and Leia kiss. How sweet. It's a little weird. <laughs> and listen, I, I will tell you right now, I, I still say 
when they when Lucas does that for Empire, he has no idea that they're brother and sister. He doesn't know yet. He's writing it on the fly. There's no I way he. I don't even. I don't think he knows Darth Vader's Luke's father in the in the first movie. I I I agree with you. I, I think it's the I, typical I, I tale, and then he says, "Oh, I got a twist. Here we go. Vader's Luke's father." Oh God, we're writing the third movie. We got to have another twist here. How are we going to top that? I know. Leia's his sister. There's no way he knew. I would go further and say when he made Star Wars, he he didn't know there was ever going to be another movie. I agree. Even better. He thought it wasn't going to make any money. Right. Couldn't agree more. But listen, it, it, listen obviously, th- those twists, you know, Vader being Luke's father is, you know, maybe, maybe the best moment in movie history. I know it's played to death, but God, I mean... The audience in, in in every theater around the world. Picture it <gasps> for the first time. Are you kidding? Nobody saw that coming. No chance. I saw it at the Brook. I remember exactly what movie theater I was at and everything. That's where I saw it. Flatlands Avenue, right off yep. of Flatbush. Yep, that's where I saw it. Beautiful. Again, another one of those. Obviously, you know, with me with Star Wars, I couldn't go Star Wars. Otherwise, I'd go, maybe, obviously, there's only two, two in the 80s, but I would have gone both of them, probably. They both would have made my list. All right, my number two. This is, again, you see how there's some little sci-fi elements in some of mine, like they, they Live has a little. Even Escape from New York has a little. This next one also, it's a little fantasy, but it's still, it's heavily action-based. This is, again... I still think of this as kind of an underground movie. I don't think the general public appreciates this movie or maybe even knows about it. Highlander. Again, I think 1988, I believe. Let me just make sure. I was going to guess 80. I would have guessed wrong. I would have said 86. Yep, 1988. Actually, my next two are 88. I have three 88s. They live. Highlander's 88. And then my number one is going to be 88 as well. Mine too. Ooh. Oh, I, uh, well, maybe I don't know yours. I don't think that's 88. Anyway, Highlander, again, it's a movie about these immortal beings and they're swords, sword, swordsmen, and they have to kill each other off to until there's only one of them left. Obviously, they're immortal, so how do you kill them? Only way to kill them is to chop the other one's head off. Once you chop their head off, their power goes into you and you become a little bit stronger and it's all about there can be only one and at the end that one will receive the ultimate prize which is ultimate knowledge i guess that's what you want if you want to call it so but it's about these these immortals going after one another all throughout time it starts off in uh modern times i think that he actually starts off at a wrestling match at madison square garden maybe and you know, it keeps flashing back to like prehistoric, uh, not prehistoric times, but um, like uh, ancient times or I, I forget what years and stuff, maybe 1400s, right? And I forget the years that it, that it goes back to, but it goes back and forth throughout history. And it's just how these immortals are chasing each other throughout history. It's great. Sean Connery and uh, Lambert. That's right. Christopher Lambert, Sean Connery. Sean Connery is uh, this guy, Christopher Lambert's uh, mentor. And he's teaching him the ways of of the Highlander, and he's 
he's uh, teaching him swords, swordsmanship and to kind of protect himself, and it, which really doesn't make sense because Sean Connery is also an immortal. So you'd think he'd want him killed, but he's trying to protect that one power from some, this, you know, there's some bad immortals out there that they don't want to get this evil power. And I think I even mentioned the bad villain, the Kurgan on one of our episodes, maybe best villains, but uh, fantastic, fantastic movie. Still love it to this day. Even the TV show I was big, big into for a long, long time. Loved it. Highlander 2, The Quickening. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I didn't love the other movies that much, but the but the TV show was actually really, really well done. I, I don't remember watching it. All right, Aaron, we are flying. Uh, let's recap what you got. A lot of franchises here, Ernie. A lot of franchises. Number five, Aliens. Number four, Lethal Weapon. Number one. Number three, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Number two, The Empire Strikes Back. And then your number one favorite action movie of all time from the 80s is. Uh, can't you guess? <laughs> yes, but I don't think I have the, I must not have the year right then. I always thought it was earlier, but I think I know it. It's two words, starts with a D, ends in a hard. Yes. <laughs> 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 that's a bad way to <laughs> oh no that's that's not what i meant <laughs> that is oh. not what i meant but that was nicely done i guess by me that's yeah. 88 that's 88 wow um, i would have guessed 84 i've mentioned this movie on a previous broadcast a podcast these yeah this <laughs> is not going out broadcast tv ernie it's um, 19, this is not 1963 we're not on the uh the uh the remote access or cable access channel coming to you in Technicolor. <laughs> Desi Loop Desi Lou Productions. Yes, like Wayne's World, right? We have the big we have the antenna in our garage. <laughs> but if you remember the Christmas movies, this was also in number one. And it's die hard. Oh, that's right. Um I've watched it so many times and it I it's <clears throat> great every single time. Um I was just thinking when the cops would stop us in the park and we had to give fake names, I always used Ernie McLean. And then, stupidly, I would start uh, having a conversation with the cop. You know, I, I say, you know, like from Die Hard. <laughs> oh, listen, I, obviously, I can't argue with Die Hard. But again, I feel like almost all of them are great i love the one with, with um samuel jackson i think that's three or four right yeah. they're running around oh it's incredible well, that's, that's, a, that's a great movie a great which one movie. is that die hard with a vengeance is that that one it's, it's die hard three but yeah it's, right it's called the vengeance yeah i mean listen again every one of yours is giant franchise movies and i love 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 every one of them and i probably could have replaced all of my movies with all of these glad i didn't because i you have them and I, I named five other movies. So yeah, but Die Hard, how could you disagree that Die Hard is not one is one of the top five uh, action movies from the eighties? Impossible. You know, three of my movies were not franchise movies when they came out. <laughs> Good point. Uh, oh, three of them, yeah, right. Empire is the second one. <laughs> 
But again, those are five of... I guess you can consider Aliens as big as the other ones. Maybe not as big, but five pretty damn big franchises, right? Ultimately, yeah. Oh, my God. Crazy. Die Hard 2, also underrated. Which, tell me Die Hard 2 again. I feel like I, would, I, I don't remember that as much. In the airport. I feel like I don't remember it. It ends, he's like, I'm hanging on the outside of the airplane. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. Even well, that one is Oh, also great. Yeah, yeah, they're great. Just great movies. Same with Lead the Weapon. They're so good. Joe Pesci and Lead the Weapon. When did he start? Number two? Yeah, Leo Getz. Oh. <laughs> Leo Getz, whatever, whatever you want, Leo Getz. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. <laughs> um, all right, so my, let's recap mine. Why Number not? five, War Games. Number four, They Live. Rowdy, Rowdy Piper. Number three, Escape from New York. Number two, Highlander. And my number one action movie from the 80s that isn't Stallone or Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. <laughs> I'm going to go one of the other big action movie heroes from that time period, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, I'm going to go Bloodsport. Oh, okay. I'm going to go, I, I'm a big, I like the martial art movies. I was a big fan of all the eight, 70s, 80s, Saturday afternoon TV martial art movies. The one where the, the, the monk is building the, uh, the roof on, the, on the, the house in Japan. Oh, it's just, I, I love that stuff. I was a sucker for that stuff. And this one was like the first one where I watched where it was Americanized. So it was a little easier to digest for me. You know, it's about uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme is, is uh, ex-army uh, military person, and he's obviously a martial artist, and he enters this hidden tournament, forbidden tournament called the Kumite, and he gets a special invite to it, and I believe it's in Japan. Um, it's almost based what the video game Mortal Kombat was based on, and it's just, you know, all the different uh, characters in this movie that you know you have to go through to fight it's it's very rocky-esque mixed with over the top you know two stallone movies obviously that i love but it's kind of those two movies mixed together it's got the the sport of rocky but the weird funny characters of uh over the top i remember there was this one guy that john claude fights in uh in it like he's He's like fighting on all fours, almost, almost like a like an animal. It's crazy, and then his uh, his rival in it is, I think, Chung Li, and he winds up throwing the powder at him at the, during the end. And and Jean Claude is, is blind, and he's kind of he's got to fight him blind. Just action packed martial arts. If you love that type of movie, go see Bloodsport. Pre immediately, classic, classic. Love it. This was fun, Ern. I Again, every one of the movies we named, I could watch right now and enjoy so much. I love, 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 love 80s action movies. Love them. And all the subgenres. We'll do a, I'm a, like I said, I'm a big fantasy sci-fi guy, too. We got to do maybe do one of those, too. There's so many that I had on my list that I'm like, nah, let's save that. Let's save that. Let's save that for, for a future episode. What do you got? Any uh, honorable mentions? Yeah, uh, uh, I'm gonna name the the reason why I love this movie. Uh, her name is Kira. <laughs> it's a beastmaster. Oh, again, 
exactly what I'm talking about, the fantasy genre. That's to me, Beastmaster. I have it downloaded on my phone right now. Great. I just watched half of it on the plane. I was just in Texas. Great movie. But that's, you know, fantasy-based Conan, you know, Krull, all of that type of stuff from back then. But what a great movie. The two ferrets, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the falcon. Falcon. What else? What else you got? Don't want to talk about Caramel? <laughs> oh. What's, her, what's the actress's name again? Tanya she, Roberts. Yes, Tanya Roberts. But she was, what else was she in? Something else pretty big, right? Yeah, bomb. She was in Sheena. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> and she was, and she was great in there. Not one too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, remember it. I remember it uh, very fondly. Oh my god. That was a uh, part of my growing up. <laughs> yeah, Beastmasters <laughs> early eighties too, right? Maybe 81, 82, around there. Beastmasters eighty two, so I was twelve. Perfect. And she, and uh, I mean, was three. I was thirteen. Of course. What what year is Fast Times at Ridgemont High? Uh, eighty eighty one. There you go. You got Phoebe and uh, Tanya back to back. Yeah. That's a very that's a very sensual. Oh, that's a very <laughs> sensual year. And he said, Yeah, yeah. Back to back. I also what? put a movie from seventy nine. No. Uh, the Warriors. It's not, oh, it's not but whatever. Nah, but you know, that's another that's another genre. We do 70s action movies. Plenty to pick from. You know, I think I think it's funny because when you hit the 80s, you think you, you start to get into these fantasy type movies and some you know different types of storylines, but 70s seems like it's all cop dramas, right? Cop action. That's true. You know, Joe, I would love to hear your honorable mentions. My honorable mentions are ridiculously boring. I literally have Indiana Jones, Die Hard, Lethal Weapon. <laughs> oh. Well, there we go. <laughs> but if I, again, if I would have picked them, I would have picked Last Crusade for my Indiana Jones. I think I would have picked Last Crusade. Loved that movie with Sean Connery. Again, I, I think the actual relic was, was the main part of that movie for me. Having the chalice, having the, you know, the cup of Christ. Be the yep. be the thing there's thereafter is so captivating to me, even more captivating than you know the Ark in the, the Ark of the Covenant in the first one. Uh Sean Connery, of course, was incredible in that movie. It played uh Harrison Ford's father. I thought they worked so well together. Uh Die Hard, I would have gone with the first one, but then Lethal Weapon, I think I'd go with the second one when uh they're more friends, because the first one they're still very budding heads. I kind of liked when they're a little bit more friendly and then Joe Pesci's getting involved. I think I like the second one a little bit better. Second one is a, it's a, it's a more fun one. Right. Yeah, that's uh with the uh, South African um, government, right. the right. diplomatic community. Yeah. But again, if we were going yeah. any of the Schwarzenegger Stallone movies, I mean, Rocky three is one of the, still one of my favorite movies period of all time never mind action 80s movies but and then you know i don't want to mention any of the schwarzenegger movies because i think that's its own topic he's got enough amazing films that we can do a whole episode on just schwarzenegger i agree beautiful this was a quick one a good one a fun one an easy one if you know <laughs> what i mean yes uh we had no devito we had no monster 
We had no no distractions. Well, maybe a little bit with Rambo, but that's about it. Otherwise, a spectacular episode, Ern. Pleasure to be back. We're gonna have a great episode next week with our with our contest winner, Uncle Steve, who bought two Ernie T-shirts, possibly a third by now. Um, he's, the- I, he's he's a fan. He's an Ernie fan, as from what I've been told, which I'm not sure if I love, but he's gonna come on anyway. And we're gonna do. I think we're gonna do. I think we're gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna pick the year right now, Ernie. We're gonna do our top five albums from 1983. That's what we're gonna do next week. 1983, it is. It's a good year. Good year. All right. I guess we should go through our our sponsors. Yeah. Let's. What, who we got sponsoring the show this week, Ern? Uh, this show is uh brought to you uh from Amazon, which we mentioned the last time. Um, where you can pick up all your favorite books, such as Wrestling with Joe, Joey Licious, part two. <laughs> and Wrestling with Joey Wishes, Joey Wishes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the original, the original that Wrestling with Joey Licious. Yeah. So you can, so you can see, understand what's going on. You, know, you need sequel. to buy both. You can't just buy the second one. You also could get all top five memorabilia. Oh, this is this is a great episode. Where we have top five shirts and maybe even other clothing. Um, top five uh, thongs. I think maybe. we do. They're up there with Ernie's face on them. Condoms. Top five condoms are coming out shortly. Shortly. <laughs> Don't know if you're we're coming or going. <laughs> it's it says Ern, but then it went as you know. Then it, it goes Ernie. Oh yeah, not that much, I guess. <laughs> uh. Who else? What other sponsors? Did we ever find out what uh, twenty three and what nationality you are? Okay, well, I sent them my DNA, and um, they have gotten it. I they, they keep sending me emails. It's in transit. Got it. Um, and now they're saying it's going to take a while. Uh oh. Um, they've never seen anything like it. They don't know what it is. They said I got to wait till like April twenty fifth. They uh, they're questioning like. They're not, they're, yeah, this is something new. Are you sure you sent them the right kind of specimen? I think you're supposed to just swab your nose, Ernie. You didn't do anything else, did you? No, no, no. Oh. But I had to keep, keep spitting it uh, over and over into the, the, the tube. <laughs> it was so disgust, disgusting. <sighs> I'm walking around the house. Walking up. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to hear that you're finally revealed as a hobbit. I can't wait. We will see. From the Shire. Where else could you be from? It'd be great. Oh, it'd be so good. Uh, that's is that all our sponsors for this week? No new, no new sponsors. No, no new sponsors at this time. I've got again. Anyone out there who wants to sponsor the show, please send ten thousand dollars to top five with Joey Casada at gmail.com. That's top five with Joey Casada at gmail.com. Send us uh, your credit card number, and we'll 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 uh, send all the money to a better place. Am I right, Ernie? Yeah, or you could um. Uh, subscribe to us on our Patronus. <laughs> if you mean Patreon, Ernie, we do not have a Patreon account as of yet. Oh, but we will. We will one day. We're too busy giving you great content every week. We're not looking to make money. We're looking to make you, the listener, happy and satisfied. I like money. <laughs> that's it we'll see you next week we'll have uncle steve and maybe uncle doctor back from the dead <laughs> good
Good night, Ern. Good night, Joe. <laughs> Good night, John boy. <laughs>